well, Brent is gay and Kaylin's gay and Clark is gay and Ryan's gay and Adam's gay. It's almost superior. Issue 218. I'm Kaylin. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. And I'm Adam Wingate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've been, you, you've been adopted by Brent's family. I love it. Oh, what a change. Oh, good Lord. Uh, so right this week, we're going to talk about the X-Men vote. Uh, this week's issue, yes, just the one. Uh, Clark's special newsflash. And of course, our new favorite segment, Plug Me Daddy. So let's start with X-Men votes. Yep, Marvel did it again. We get to vote on the newest member of the X-Men. And that resulted in X-Twitter to burn down. And I mean that literally, <laughs> because it's highly likely that former Butter Rum owner, Firestar herself, may just win if you're keeping track of the vote. So question for you guys, who did you vote for? Why did you vote for them? And who do you definitely not want to see on the team? So Ryan, let's start with you. Perfect. Um, so I voted for Gentle. I think we don't know a lot about him. Um, it's cool that he is both Russian and from Wakanda. We haven't really seen any mutants from Wakanda. So I would love to see that come into play just a little bit. Um, also, he's a pacifist. Uh, but when he's tested enough, he actually has to use his powers. So it's just sort of interesting. He's kind of just been uh, sprinkled into some stories. So it'd be cool to get a little bit more backstory. And in theory, he has unlimited potential. So I would just like to know a little bit more about him. Uh, he was great in uh, X-Men Red. I really, I did like what he brought to them. I like the interaction that like he had with other members of that cast, in particular Gene. So yeah, I, I do think that he's a great add to the team. And I, I love choosing someone that's like new. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's just so much to explore there. Um, in terms of, I just don't want to see repeats of who we've seen for so long. I want to see some fresh blood in there. So all the ones that have maybe never been on the team or just had very limited access to the X-Men team, I would love to see there. So unfortunately, but, 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 but that's all of them. Um, Pe Penance has been on there quite a bit. So I, I don't really, I don't want M or Penance to be on there really. I'm sorry for anyone in the internet who really loves them. Uh, but I, I, I just, I love her as a character, but I don't want to see I, them on the main team. I would like to see someone else new, like a surge or gentle or one of the new X-Men. I'd like to see a new generation. <laughs> what about Avalanche? <laughs> I, I'll start with who I don't want to see. And it's precisely that. I don't know what the fuck adding Avalanche to a team would do. He's about a bad anything. person. What's up? He's a bad person. Yeah. Like, he's, whatever. It just, he's a whatever. He's a whatever person. Just such a weird ad of like, they just kind of had to throw somebody on there. It's like, it would be like, do you want random on the X-Men team too? Um, but who I did chose, I actually was opposite you, Ryan. I I, I did choose M and Penance. I do actually agree with you. <laughs> you like, no, no. And I, I actually agree with the critique. I just love the character so much. I think especially the work uh, in Ten of Swords and also like, I just, she just brings such a fun gravitas, but I do agree that like, she's kind of already been in leading roles. Like obviously with X Corp wasn't the greatest, but like she already had kind of the shining moment. It just wasn't really a good comic. It was a great concept. So I do think that there's a few more people that probably deserve more representation and time on the cast. I know very little about Surge. Otherwise I think I would have really enjoyed to see her, I know how much from the people that have that did read New X Men, or was it New X Men? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed 
her. Like she seems to be the real standout, which is funny that they've always kind of kept her uh, more behind the scenes. And we just don't have a lot of lightning powers, especially on the main cast that uh, Storm is up in uh, in Mars or or planet Araco. Uh, but I did vote for Anne, but I was like, maybe I should have voted for Surge. She does seem like oh, a good was, Surge was used um, decently heavy recently in uh, Miss Marvel, uh, not Miss Marvel, excuse me, Captain Marvel's run that as like uh, her second in command in a way. I okay. do love the fact you're basically saying that M is basically just like been cubic zirconium the entire time, like not actually diamond, like some sort of real... <laughs> She's not shining like a diamond. She's just kind of some fake ass nonsense they've been using, sadly, because I fucking love her character. I I really want the re only reason why I want her to keep being in the forefront is for her, for them to leave. I don't know how long it'll take, but I really want them to follow up on that idea that she might at some point take over for Saturnine. Like obviously it was a very like <laughs> one, like one small quip. That one moment you thought. I fucking like love it. Blow it the whole shit out. Saturnine's great, but like another power bitch and one that I know and like more. That's who I want to see in that fucking seat. Clark, what about you? Um, I chose Gorgon for multiple The reason I said, according to our Instagram, was that quote unquote, <laughs> he fucks rocks. But I do love <laughs> the fact that he is, I mean, we don't have like, I mean, on the current team, we just, it's all just like goodies. It's all just good guys. We need, if this is all about all of Krakoa, we need a villain on there or some quasi villain or someone who used to be a villain or anything like that. And I wanted to see that there's only that, or the only ones on there are he or Avalanche, Avalanche, yeah. Avalanche is whatever. Also the fact that he died and is coming back as we don't quite know. I want to see what his deal with, what his deal is, Rock Slide's deal is. Yeah, and also the rocks is deal too. What? Yeah. How did the rocks? <laughs> no, feel I, I, I don't want to see. No, what's going to happen is that Rock is going to go to the jungle as he does in every single movie, do something quippy, save the jungle, and then it'll be cool. Like the last six <laughs> movies I've seen him in, and I like the movies, but just to say, I don't want to see him again. He's going to be. He's going to be black. Hey, he's going to be Black Adam, the role he was born to play. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. You mean you mean born to play uh, a Middle Eastern character, uh, even yes. though he is don't, uh, <laughs> don't get me don't get me started. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Pacific Islander sin. All right, anyways, um, yeah. So I would like to see Gorgon. I like the fact I didn't even think about it. Until Isn't recently. it fact, No, I think it's a Gorgon. You know, here today, Gorgon's right. You're right. I mean, I, okay. was, I was thinking him kind of like the Grecian way, where like you know, he, Gorgon is like the person you know if you see like the you know Medusa. You will go turn into rocks, uh, to stone. So the fact that Gorgon wants <laughs> that, to fuck rocks is kind of a way of makes like sense. Yeah, I guess, hilariously, I, guess. Anyway. I do. I will kind of chime in though that it's really funny because I was like, yeah, like the Demogorgon, and any other time I've ever seen that word, I think Gorgon. But to your point, Ryan, every time I think of a character, I think of Gorgon. Yeah, what is <laughs> you think it's of like Gorgonzola, like, like the yeah, cheese. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're desperate for the cheese. No, all right. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I have anything else to say besides the fact that I do, I don't think that I, are we going to get a follow through on any of these people who died not on Krakoa in Otherworld besides him being there? I don't mm. see a place for it. Yeah. And also, if he really likes to fuck rocks, him and Rockslide could, like, we could start shipping them, you know, yeah. like they both, like, <laughs> went to, uh, they went to Otherworld, they came, you know, they died, they came back different, you know, maybe they can find one another, you this know, is some and, like, nightmarish gay metaphor where you're like, break yourself and destroy yourself so you can possibly sleep with someone else who's also destroyed emotionally I mean, that, and he likes to he literally likes to fuck rocks i mean like it's it's all there it's all there perfect. like and physical most emotional men, most gay men do too so it's great yeah, there you go there you go i'm a stone cold bitch um 
Okay, uh, who gets somebody... your rocks off, Caitlin? Uh, <laughs> baby, you do. Baby, you do. Um, was Clark, is, there, is, there, is there somebody who you don't want to see? Um, I don't want to. I, I don't. I don't want to see armor just because we've seen armor almost do it so many times, yeah. and it she takes had a chance for a second, and then it doesn't take. And she's currently number two right now, and I'm fine with her. I like her, but just the same, she doesn't have it. She doesn't have something that keeps her viable for the next writer to go and take over. That razzle dazzle, yeah, yeah. She needs something. I like her. I like her structure, but but story wise, it doesn't. It's not something that it peaks continuous interest for in the second writer after the first writer does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, what's funny is this week's bar sinister is our is the armor. It is our mocktail that Brent uh, put out there, and it looks delicious. I'm excited. Well, to well, well I, I I don't drink any drinks that don't have alcohol. I don't drink water that has alcohol in it, so I don't yeah. want the armor for that very reason. You love your water with a splash of vodka. Yeah, yeah I'm no, drinking tea right now. It's got so water. much booze. I love oh, my it. So God. Brent, Brent chose Bling. He couldn't be on today, but like he chose Bling uh, because he wanted more queer representation on the team. We don't have any currently yet, so uh, mm-hmm. I think that's a really, really good pick. I don't know who he doesn't want because I'm probably sure he doesn't know half of these people anyway. So yeah. <laughs> we'll just we'll just we'll just move on there. Uh, uh, he said he me. hated Micromax because it looks too much like his jawline. <laughs> <laughs> ah, is that why Nailed he's it. upset that someone has taken his jawline from him? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just reaching, but I bet that's what he's thinking. In this, okay. I'm well, he's got know. micro. He's got he's got Micromax's jawline and firestar's titties there um but <laughs> but brent we Jesus love you Christ. you look great um armor's ass armor's, armor's ass. ass and uh siren's scream no that's you ryan um mm-hmm. but uh for my pick i pick i pick surge actually uh because um i uh love the new x-men not not nearly as much as ryan Kroll does or, or clark does but I, I do love, I do want to see that next generation of, of the students graduate to being real X-Men. We've seen it with New Mutants, like, you know, Cannonball's been an, an X-Man before. Uh, on Generation X, we currently have Sync, who graduated uh-huh. from Gen X. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. I think it makes sense then, like, the next generation of students, we should have a representative on, on the X-Team. And plus, um, I want to see some more AAPI representation on there yep. as well and the person i don't want to see i definitely don't want to see is firestar and uh you know i mean she's gonna probably win because she was created in the amazing spider-man or spider-man and his amazing friends cartoon <laughs> a lot of people outside of comics know who she is in the same way that polaris won last time because she was featured in the gifted but we all like polaris mm. especially clark yeah. um so i don't know i'm just i'm just not really I, like i don't think we need another like cishet redheaded woman on there and if we got to take siren out that way too she dies her fine yeah Yeah. sure and she's and she's irish so we'll give her that um (laughs) you know so like let's get some like there's some like really good like i think uh bipoc and you know with with bling specifically some good queer representation so let's make the team look a little less white is what i say clark Mm. you about to say something i don't understand why at this point i've already said it to you guys before earlier that why are they going to have somebody who's been in other media? Because it's obviously was obviously Polaris from the first second. I don't know how the percentage was, but it was probably 3000% versus negative 5% for everybody else. <laughs> and it's it, right now, currently, as we see it's between um, 
Firestar and Armor, who are the only two that have actually really been other media besides actually literal physical print. It's and and well, although there was that one horrible movie of Generation X. Well, an oh, evolution yeah. was an X Men evolution, but it was a, yes, almost like yeah, a different character playing like somebody kind of decent. It, it's it, I, something should be said that the vote the voting is pretty screwed up because you can vote as many times as you want. You just and have not to, to trigger you with name. voting, Kaylin, but like just like it just in theory is nonsense. Like one week it'll be like avalanche is up 26 percent and then like and then now it's down 10 percent you're like why are, yeah are the current numbers? the current one had micro going up 14 percent in the past 24 hours like was there a tidal wave how the fuck did that happen what, I mean, one I vote to 14 votes the so british like, british people like woke that, up i like that much better than last time where they only gave us one update and it was just the fact that polaris was up the first time and then because the, it was such a clear slightly switched and then that was it because they had literally no other option because they couldn't just say polaris is continuously be up forever i uh, i am impressed that gentle is doing so well like i i'm really happy that that character was able to like kind of, is relatively new and not exactly like overexposed and to be higher than so many of these like some of them at least that people really know even like a siren but like i agree what the fuck is siren gonna do on that team now, well, no, here's I mean, the question we, do we know it's going to be the actual i don't even know is it is well you said dugan so it's going to be the actual x-men team but like who's going to still be on the same x-men team i think it's a dish i don't yeah i don't think anyone's being taken off yet unless there's like a story reason why they take somebody just out like shove some rando on there all right like sun like sunfire leaves like he left the all new all different x-men after like one or two issues back in we the haven't 70s. even we haven't even really I, I don't, yeah, you know, that's what I was going to bring up and I forgot what I was going to bring up. I don't really give a shit about Duggan's X-Men team. I don't care. They bring, they, they make one character important for a minute. It's not an X-Men team. It just happens to be an X-Men character that's important until the next series of different X-Men characters are important. It feels like just random schmo. So I'm excited for, I don't know, fucking Bling to show up for a minute and do something cool for an issue and then never appear again for the next <laughs> six issues. I, yeah, no, I mean, I, I definitely agree with you that it that I don't I have it not I don't dislike it but it definitely compared to like Pikmin's like issue of the month which I thought definitely took like little stories and vignettes and or like a couple of issues to tell little mini stories had a little bit more connectivity for me I definitely I to your we were talking about Clark obviously like the time traveliness of the comics themselves and how their time moves much slower than obviously our time in real life and I I don't think we've seen enough of the existing team to even bother to put anybody new on the, the team. Yeah. It just seems like such a rapid uh, of advancement and choice. Kaylin, you're going to say something? Yeah, so a couple things. One, I mean, this was immensely popular for Marvel last year that they wanted to do it. Like, there's so much engagement right. on the vote stuff. Like, so, of course, they're going to do it again. Um, but I agree with Clark to a certain degree that, like, I, I'm just kind of eh about... Not necessarily the team, because I think the team is fine. I like the characters for the most part. Um, I just think the book has been kind of, huh. Like, it yeah. wasn't until the most recent issue where you got to see the dynamic between Cyclops and the Quiet Council, where I'm like, okay, this is fulfilling the promise that I thought of the book. It's like, you've got a separate power base, you know, uh, with what uh, Scott and Gina were trying to do in New York versus what Krakow is trying to do. And I hope we get more of that as we get into Destiny of X a little bit, especially vis-a-vis -vis Immortal X-Men and X-Men Red uh, and all that. But um, 
you know, it's, a, uh, a, you know, we were talking about M a little bit, Adam, I was, it's funny because I was reading, rereading, uh, you know, all the books like leading up over the last couple of years. And if you remember the Empire X-Men miniseries, when like Wanda goes to Genosha, brings back like all the uh-huh. zombies, like the oh, yeah. 16 million mutants that died. Uh, that was essentially uh, the characters that were in there. It was essentially the launch for X Corps because yep. it was like it was yes. it was M, it was Archangel, it was Madrox, and I was like, "This is so much fun!" And then the book it's actually great. happened, which which <laughs> didn't translate because you're like, "You really killed it with those zombies." Have you ever yeah. thought about spreadsheets? And you're like, "Yeah, why is that work? what?" But it was because it was co-written between Hickman and Teeny, and then uh, the other writers kind of uh, came in as well. Because uh, it was like all the all the like at the time the Dawn of X writers yeah. coming in to like do do like kind of a mashup thing and it was like super irreverent super fun uh, you know and all that but that's like it just was like I love M but like she's been she was misused and you know like, if she ends up being the winner I'd be super happy you know the the problem with this is this is just alluding to what the MCU is going to have a problem with later they're going to have so many X Men characters that they're going to eventually have to use that people are gonna be pissed. They're like, where <laughs> the fuck is Angel? It, like, people are gonna get so mad all the time. I know, I they're not gonna want to- I cannot right. wait yeah. for it. They're not gonna want to use Angel for a long time because no one cares, but just the same, he's one of the top, the, the first five, so they have to kind of thing. What is crazy yeah. though, but to that point, what more so than the current MCU, X-Men, what's great is that X-Men is built for real life because to your point, like, Surge could finally step up and take over. I don't want to go back to student world, but the yeah. idea that there's like generations of X-Men versus just like different aged people on an Avengers team, I think is so kind of cool. The classes could really yeah. be neat because then you're actually really building these people up instead of building them from scratch. Because um, everyone's 23 in the comics. Yeah, the, 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 the generations thing is so bus, cra- bus crashy though now that like, how, how do you think M is versus Jubilee? Versus fucking, I don't even know, an anal slash empath. Like, like it's yeah. all like when, what I was thinking of, and I'll bring up in a minute, but there's three characters I was thinking of, and I'll talk about in a minute, that are just so similar in who they should be, but also how similar are they in age? It could be two years apart, but then they're 15 years apart in storyline. Let's hear it. Who are, are they? You ready? No, are, you, are, you, are we going to the next point yet? Or we- oh, I was going to say you had three. No, no, I was going to simply say that, isn't that Hollywood movie making? Like, there's yeah. little, like, Kira Knightley playing, like, a 17-year-old while being two years different from a person playing a nine-year-old. Yeah, but that's different if Kira Knightley was literally a 17-year-old playing herself for a day on a television show, and then the next day someone else who was 16, but we're supposed to literally think it's also Kira Knightley as the exact same character uh, person. <laughs> Um, but yeah, one thing I was Clark worried about is that Polaris, her big issue for X-Men was her not wanting to be on the team slash not being sure of being on the team. And that's what the, char- the, the Dugan decided to write for the character who we voted to be on the team. So what the hell are we going to do? But if Bling shows up, is it going to be written just like Bling not being sure if she's ready to be in a team yet? Like, oh, I'm on the new X-Men team. Like, am I ready yet? Am I old enough? No, yeah. it's, it's going to be Firestar saying, where's Spider-Man? Where's Iceman? <laughs> yeah, but she's also going to feel like she's not she's not worthy. Because when she was on for the 10, epi- 10, epi- 10 issues she was on during Amazing X-Men, she still wasn't sure God. she should be on the team. She didn't feel connected. So literally every yeah. single of these characters, they could literally have a cut and paste, like, am I ready to be in this team, dot, dot, dot. Except for M, but it, it's, it's just, it all feels so hokey, unnecessary, because Dugan's not going to write it right. 
based Clark, on previous may, experience. If I hadn't voted yet, you would have actually convinced me for Gorgon because yeah. uh, like the idea of a reformed villain being on the team is very X-Men and we don't have, we don't have like a L'Enfant Terrible like on the team. And I think you need uh -huh. that dynamic. You know, in the late 90s, when you had like the, um, you know, J uh, Joe Kelly and Steve Siegel runs, like, like Marrow kind of filled that role. And like Marrow is not my favorite character, but the dynamic of like oh. Wolverine becoming like the elder statesman and like Marrow being like this unpredictable, like Wolverine from the 1970s and early 80s type, like made sense. And so like having somebody who is, you know, like really unpredictable, you're not really sure what they're going to do uh, and, you know, could break bad or turn back bad at any point like i think like you need a little bit of that like tension on the team and we don't have that yet or maybe one of the good guys could be bad we always think it goes the good way but maybe it could go the other way too well it turns okay out that. that fire star is actually fire starter and then the entire issue is just mm -hmm. the prodigy uh, album yeah. and it just and it's played by drew barry <laughs> that entire scene where she's like just grabbing random breasts in the middle yeah. of, of <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> The issue is just the entire thing in first person of Firestar having a bender. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I mentioned, hey, Clark, I think you wanted to talk a little bit about like uh, a dream team that you well, were you thinking through. Well, you brought up this fact that we, we, we should maybe do like a dream team of like our favorite characters that we could bring together and stuff. And then I wasn't sure whether you meant like just bring whatever characters we had in our mind ever or stuff that we had that could possibly work in the Krakoan era. And I want to do without the main characters I was thinking of that we could possibly do. Um, so this is my short and sweet, hopefully short and sweet version. So we've dealt with Pete Wisdom for a while in the, um, whatever the hell that awful, um, Excalibur, which is good when it's not about the main team. But um, I want to deal with him and I with Emma Frost and not dealing with Emma Frost and her main aspects. So the one thing I've been struggling with in this entire thing is there are still going to be mutants that are going to be shitheads. They might not be killing people, but they might be doing bad things. How do how does Krakoa curb that? Do they not give a shit about Celine if she's problem. like if she's mind controlling people and causing like violent wars? Just as long as she doesn't actually do the killing. So my thought process is, is like I loved X Factor and I love kind of an MI thirteen kind of an Interpol kind of situation. So I kind of do like smash them together and do a Emma Frost as the part of the Quiet Council wants to curb these things, but doesn't want to curb them in a way that everyone else is going to fucking know what's going on. And Wisdom is kind of somebody who is capable of figuring out these things. He, you know, he's kind of his hard-boiled detective kind of blah, blah, blah stuff that he was created to be. So Emma Frost, and he has created a team that she's not on the team, not counting it, where she's chosen, and I brought this up for a reason, M cat's eye and hellion i chose cat's eye instead of empath because i think she has her favorite in each team their favorite is just because it just happens to be the person who's most like her she hates them but she loves them m and empath and hellion are that person Hell yeah, yeah. I, I don't think empath works with this story because he's too um, marmite so i chose cat's eye because she has this fucking strange cat's eye. obviously you know i'm incapable of not writing a story that doesn't have cat's eye in it um <laughs> Anyway, she chose her three, and Wis Wisdom chose his, and oh no, she chose her four. And <laughs> the reason I brought this up, um, so there's a character that doesn't, I don't know why it exists, doesn't matter. Um, his name is Equus, and he's from a, a um, X Men 
go to the Texas World Fair or Texas State <laughs> Fair, excuse me, one shot where he's a centaur with wings. So he's a Pegasus centaur. <laughs> and so, and he's also, he's all, he, he, he grew up as like a horse rancher. So I've decided the reason Emma Frost has chosen him on the team is because he was the one who raised butter rum. And oh my God, yes. She's, she's only hiring him because she feels so bad that the worst thing she's ever done in her life is kill butter rum, fire starts for us. So anyway, finally. You're laughing uh, like this is already canon, which I appreciate. <laughs> it's total so, head canon. I love yeah, it. Yeah. So anyways, Wisdom has meanwhile shows um, some farther afield, you know, as I said, interpol kind of foreign. It shows Neophyte, who's uh, my other favorite non-random character, um, Swiss kind of Kitty Pride version weirdo, who I always kind of think could be gay. Uh, Lightbright yeah. is this character from um, the... Um, Shit, I just lost this. Uh, Samirka, what the hell? Anyways, I just lost her name in my head. Anyways, she's a very cool uh, um, Somali character. Uh, Katu is a character who is part of the Acolytes, who is um, from Siberia. And finally, Asp, who is a Egyptian character, who's part of the Bad Girls Club. Yeah, I always talk about how I love the Bad Girls, B-A-D. And so that's the main team. It's just dealing with like this kind of Emma's kind of main, like her little cabal versus like this like international group. It's actually just the process working between there. Also, the the one I'm throwing in the mix just to boom it up is Ruby, uh, uh, Ruby Summers coming mm. from the past, coming from the future, just fucking it up, She's dealing great. with Emma Frost as being her mother but not mother, and just playing that game. That's this my is main. great. And what is the name of this title that you just made up in front of it's us? It's called Dick Thursday. I don't know what it is. Oh, X Dick Thursday. <laughs> yeah, that's my idea. All right. Kaylin. So, so uh, to follow Clark's lead, uh, I just came up with something on the spot. Um, is uh, um, you know how uh, like in the Kurt Krakoa uh, um, books, like we talked about how like X Men are like a different power base, or like trying to show the world like they're heroes. It's not just about like representing this mutant nation. Uh, Magneto realizes that like they need bad guys to fight that are also mutants. And so he goes and creates the Brotherhood again, except mm. he's in, he and Cyclops are kind of in on it together. It's like, I'm going to create quote unquote evil mutants for y'all to fight. And so like he breaks like Sabretooth uh, out of the pit. And we know Sabretooth's coming back because there's a miniseries that's going to be happening soon. He breaks Toad out of the pit. He, bring, he brings in uh, Empath. Uh, and then um, uh, I'm trying to think of another, like another, Nanny like, and- kind of, not in any orphan maker yeah sure why not we'll throw in some like you know quasi gray quasi evil mutants and they go and they're not in on it like they think like they think that like they actually have to go fuck shit up and fight the x-men uh and so uh um you know like there's a couple of arcs and then like they realize oh they've actually been duped uh and then they go out and they're actually in the world and then um it's them trying to like uh uh you know uh escape like the co injustice and the x-men so it's a little, it's a little thunderboltsy. It's a little, um, you know, uh, Suicide Squatty. It's a little like, like Hellions itself. But like, I think we need that, like, you know, uh, book of like bad people, and we need a reason for it to exist. I like it. Yeah, that's good. I my suggestion was gonna be a space team, and but then I didn't think it through enough because I just thought about it as you were talking, Kalen. So my other option is just give the people what they want. 
everyone on that on the vote, that's a new team now. <laughs> that's it's just Wait, like why one? the fuck not? They've got the, the, the ones that Secret X Men. Yeah, Secret everybody X-Men. in the vote. Exactly right. I think Kalen, I'll run off of your idea. They've created this like super this like undercover force that kind of cleans up the real x-men's mess so the they don't get to sleep in the tree they don't get the cool like now <laughs> they're not like, the they're they, they're not allowed on krakoa they've got to do all these crazy missions and it can be a little suicide squatty because who the fuck cares if micromax or avalanche dies they look like the same person so just put them out there and see what happens i do think surge would be the leader as I'm looking at this uh, artwork, they've really established her as a... Uh, what? Uh, no, she would not. Who do you think would lead the, this team? M would M. lead the team. No, M uh, would be like the bitchy one who... Because like, they, what is it? Cyclops would give it to Surge. M would be a bitch no. in And then she'd be like, fine. I don't know Surge at all. I, thought Surge I mean, I guess there are... There are no, I mean, I guess I get it in terms of the fact there are four young X-Men there that she would want to lead the team, but I don't know. Maybe Surge would lead it and M would just undercut her every time. It's like, are you really thinking about that? A- Avalanche really ain't going to follow her at all. Gorgon certainly yeah. wouldn't. Well, there you go. She'd have to learn how to finally grow into being the leader that can manage upward or manage people that she doesn't, she's not best friends with. The wait, is this, wait, never, you guys, I just made X Corp part two. Never mind. <laughs> Del, I hate exactly your team. <laughs> I'm kidding. I just like when they're actually bringing these old teams back. Like the Hellions was a cool idea because they, it was a team that wasn't used for a long time. Um, I, I like bringing these classic teams and giving them a new spin on it. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just ready for the Nasty Boys to be a book. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Give me go. the Nasty Boys. Or the Exterminators. Bring that name back. That's not filthy enough for me. <laughs> Ryan, you got, you got something? Um, I, uh, so one of the teams that I was not good in the original run was secret X-Men. So it's just, uh, it's just a group of people doing even more covert options than <laughs> yeah, like there's everyone knows about X-Force. Um, and, but they also, they don't live on Krakoa. They like actually live out there and do shit in the real world and not live in this nice little paradise like uh-huh. everyone else. Um, and Dazzler's on the team. Yep. Of course. <laughs> of course. It's and just all it. Dazzler. Just Dazzler. All it, it's people that are focused on their career, but really they're <laughs> X-Men on the side. You know what I mean? No, you just made X-Core, part three. <laughs> no, goddamn. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ryan, you got a good idea. Let's let's create a, like, a, like a band. Like it's Dazzler, uh, uh Lila Chen, DJ, DJ, yeah. Uh, who else is musical? Um, like Rock, Rhapsody, 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 Siren, lead vocals. Siren, Rhapsody, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, like it's just like they're just a band, and they like, and it's, Mojo. It's basically it's just Gem and the Holograms, and Mojo's the bad guy. Mojo's like the misfits, so they like, gotta fight Mojo. He's all three of those women. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Anyways, that's what we think about the X Men vote. Marvel, hire us. We're, we're, we're we all want to write. And I we'll only do a I job. did a I did a quick Google search. You could name the music team Revolution X, and it would take after the Aerosmith shooting video game that came out in the nineties. There was a shooting was a, video game. You guys never played Revolution X. 
No. No, is that a thing? Oh my god, it was like it was one of those like light gun shooters at the arcade, and it was basically like it was like basically the government, like the man with like you know this evil. Alicia Silverstone a bunch of times. But it was like you were that you were Aerosmith and you were trying to like take back the world from this regime through like I guess explosive music. I mean, it was the '90s. Nothing really made any sense, but yeah, definitely said. Uh, everyone, look it up. That's that. I already have my plug oh. me daddy research revolution. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Okay, I saw them. I saw them in concert in like ninth grade with my cousin because that's when that song Pink came out and it was super gay. Oh, by them? Yeah, you remember that song, Pink? Uh, Pink no. is a favorite color. Yeah. Oh. No. Wow. Well, no, we really no. learned about Aerosmith. Stay tuned for our classics, Aerosmith. Yeah. <laughs> I I could have that's... something to say about Aerosmith. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the mutant team I want to read about. So, oh, speaking of mutant teams, why don't we go to issues? Adam? Issues. The issues is our weekly recap of all things X, along with our a few of our favorite Marvel house writers and characters. This week we've got Marauders number twenty-seven, titled Bon Voyage by uh, Jerry Duggan and illustrated by Matteo Lali and Phil Noto. Uh, a wrap up ahead of Destiny of X. The issue nearly epilogues. Neatly epilogues, excuse me, what happened to the cast. So we've got Emma and Sebastian taking a step back for their, you know, youngers or their lovers. You've got Kate working on those dang gates. Christian and Bobby are going pow straight to the moon into space. And Bishop and Pyro play dress up to barely close up a very boring Verendi art. Also, Mass fucks with Villa Wilhelmina's face. Um, that was the issue. That was and wild. that's been Marauders. What'd you guys think? <laughs> Clark. This is nonsense. It was, was a waste of time nonsense. I don't know why, Kaylin, I'm assuming you wrote the issue neatly epilogues. It neatly did nothing. I didn't it write that. It was just like some random insane person just ripped a piece of paper out and say, this is the page that's going to say, see ya, Emma, <laughs> see ya, Bobby, see ya, Christian. Christian just basically didn't matter at all. And she's like, it's... oh, Bobby, Bobby, he's like, Bobby and I are fucking going out to take a trip. We haven't seen them enough to know they're going on vacation together. And why? They're going to go to Ibiza, which is like the lamest People who don't know what gayness is decide that's where they're gonna fucking go. It and was yeah, sorry, it was a there. typo. It's nearly I mean, epilogues. What happened? I mean, I, I get it. There's <laughs> <laughs> nearly epilogues. Oh, that makes sense too. Um, no. If, if you want to be gay enough, just say Mykonos if you're going to anywhere around there. But just to say, it's or, or sieges, or sieges. You know. Yeah, yeah that's uh, if much better. Do... But also, they're not gonna. No one's gonna get that. But but they're talking about an island. You need to get to an island that is away from the mainland, and therefore, because supposedly that matters in a world where you know you can just go from fucking plant to plant in terms of teleportation. What about um, Turks and Caicos? That's where they should have went. No. Mm. Um, <laughs> the only thing I liked was the Bishop Pyro stuff because it felt like it actually had enough meat to be something other than one page of nonsense. You Everything thought Pyro saying, like, "Oh, by the way, I'm gonna go write a book. I'm gonna, I have a book yeah. tour." You thought that, that was that, that was, was great. great. I I love I love that. That, that, was, that, was, that, that was the fact was that we actually had eight pages before of him doing other things. It all felt so weird. They're like, "We're going in a fucking pirate ship, and let's all fight." And then suddenly, no, I gotta go take a trip. I gotta go eat some horses. I it was really like when one baby. person leaves a party, everyone leaves a party, and then like the <laughs> last friend, they're like, "No, I'll stay here with you." And that's what Bishop did for Kate. <laughs> 
no, 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 like no, 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 no. That's I'll you say. at my New Year's Eve party, Ryan. And I love yeah, you for say. that. You're welcome. I'll say for you. I'll be your bishop. Yeah. I'll help yeah. you clean up after the party, even though everyone <laughs> else around us has. And died I was like, thanks, left. Bish. Up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, okay. So rough. I didn't. The, the Wilhelmina thing was a waste of every human being's time. Whoever read this or wrote it or slept about it or died around it. Okay. Kalen will be speaking now. <laughs> Thank you. So I actually don't completely disagree with Clark because it felt very much like Return of the King with all the all the various epilogues. I'm like, when is this going to end? Oh. When is this going to end? Because like I liked a lot of it. It just was a mess. It's just like Duggan had to wrap all this up, you know, to like get ready for Steve Orlando. And it's like had a bunch of like disparate stuff. And so there were a lot of pacing issues, I think, over the last several issues. Nonetheless, I did enjoy like where the like the book sort of is ended up and where it is, is likely going to go with under Steve Orlando. Like, I love that like Emma's giving up like the hellfire trading stuff as is Sebastian Shaw. And it's like, you've got uh, Lourdes Chantal, and then you've got like the cuckoos, uh, you know, playing the, the, the black monarch and the white monarch respectively. And then like, you know, Shinobi, maybe some shit because you've got Sebastian kind of working both sides of that. Uh, I did love to Clark's point, like the, the pyro and Bishop stuff. So uh, I think Pyro's staying with the book, um, no. even though he's writing a no. book. He's not. He's not. Um, that's too bad because I like that. I like their dynamic a, a, mm-hmm. a lot. Um, you know, Iceman and and Christian Frost. Whatever. Let them go off into the sunset for a hot minute. Like I'm not. Uh, even though I want more queer representation in these books, I was like not terribly impressed with their relationship. But yeah, but no, no, gays, no gays died in the making of this book, so we're at least one step ahead of kill your we gays probes. <laughs> <laughs> sure sure yeah the opposite of it well Ryan. one thing that one good takeaway i did have is uh christian got it uh his soup uh his mutant name which is called cheers because he's a drunk <laughs> uh, i thought that was kind of interesting uh the whole the whole thing just went too fast they it, uh. it, it's it's a problem with uh, editorial just saying we you have to wrap everything up with this issue because they had bigger ideas so it it, it kind of stinks but i get it because they want to start their new phase of whatever and to be fair if this went for three more issues to uh completely do all of the loose threads and do it to completion and then they were already in a new phase of something, we would be like, how the fuck can editorial get their shit together <laughs> where their issues are not all ending on the same month? So we, we're not going to be will, happy either way. Yeah. The only thing I would say is, is there any reason why, because I don't even remember what happened. And I think the last thing I remember from Marauders was that weird drug bust that uh, Banshee was a part of. And then after that, I don't remember anything that happened after. So, like, I why would remember I, the drug bust? Remember what? when? Uh, the, yeah, the Kirkoan drugs. And remember Timbo he was, was there because of whiskey or something. Yes. <laughs> Kirkoan whiskey. Like, I just don't understand why they didn't like find ways to write people off the book every issue after that or something. Because they, it like it was obvious they weren't using half of the characters anyway. Like, they could have written, they could have launched everybody off in previous issues, and then wrapped up with like. Sebastian, Emma, and Kate, who this book was really only about in the first place. I do feel like it's weird that like the final main incident was that stupid space idiot guy taking over their spaceship. And therefore that's what made the team the team. 
against some random no schmo idiot who I don't think <laughs> no, not about. Lando. But not but Lando. the fact that that was like the moment this book was good was against some random nobody, and that's well, I don't know is that what I'm supposed to take away from this team is this <laughs> they did well against this guy. I, I do want to talk a little bit about the last couple of pages, which is Kate going to read Richards and like trying to figure out like, you know, him trying to help her get onto Krakoa through the gates and then her offering him like a couple of the plants to get onto Krakoa because like we're to, you know, infer that when they, when Reed and Charles spoke at the Hellfire Gala that uh, Charles like, stole something from his brain uh well, we they, don't know exactly but didn't they also mind wipe him because and yes. uh, a fantastic four x-men yeah yes well that was yeah that was yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's a lot of basically it's a yeah, lot yeah. of shit that I mean, Xavier's mind, like fuck you he might yeah. wiped him so that the the um he wouldn't be able to find something that would then neutralize people's mutant yeah. abilities like he had done with his own son Right, which actually That's turned right. out to be the case because his son had been pretending to be an X Men, X I mean a mutant because he wanted to be one. Blah 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 blah. But there is I still a missing that. link from the yeah gala. Yeah, so supposedly I, inside of inside of him is the ability to neutralize one's mutant powers, or or. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm kind of intrigued by that, like what it could lead into for Orlando's run. So. Uh, especially with like if Kate is now working, you know, counter to the Quiet Council, like, you know, like kind of like a little bit of real housewife drama here, which Ryan, <laughs> I know you love, you know, you know, plots and plots and plots and plots. Like, I think that could be kind of cool. Uh, anything else? On... They're throwing like, plants at each other's faces. Well, no, they're throwing Krakow and whiskey that like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah well, I was going to say, right, I was going to say. I was like, Kaylin, I think you've been uh, grossly misinformed on what happens on a housewife show if you think there's plots on plots on plots. How dare you? There's a cult. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I would. I would watch. Oh, that's the that's the Salt Lake one, right? Mm-hmm. I love it. All right. I'm hearing a little. Uh, I'm hearing a little noise here. Newsflash. Okay. So the news is many things. Okay. Did you know? that the Knights of X is happening, and that's Knights of Tin, as we assumed. It's based on, it's seemingly, the Teeny Howard and artist Bob Quinn are going to do something where there are 10 X-Men, or X-whatevers, going up to find the mutant holy grail of mutant kind. Isn't that exciting? We it don't is. know quite who two of them are so far, but it's the ones we've already seen before, which are Gambit and Megan, who's not a mutant, and Rachel and Shogo, who's a dragon you see, mm-hmm. and Richter and Shatterstar, <laughs> and Bay the Blood Moon, mm-hmm. and Psylocke. And that's okay. not Psylocke, excuse me. Psylocke is not that anymore. That is just boring old Elizabeth Braddock doing something lame. So that's the eight that we've seen so far. So they're going off to Otherworld to find the old holy grail of mutant kind, whatever that means, based on witch breeds. So what do you so think? Sh- so Shogo is a baby, right? And so this baby is just going to be a dragon and Jubilee's going to be busy or yeah, something? It, Where the fuck is she? I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I'm so fine with it. I'm done with her. I'm so glad that... Same. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to miss her, but it's just worrisome, let's just say. Listen here. She has, her leg hurts, so she's doing something else. Uh, they no did. I will say that they did build up a lot 
of overextended. They did a good job of feeding that like he really enjoyed being there. And then that also Jubilee felt comfortable with him being with the Star Guard or whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> like all the stuff. It's not that. I know, but all the all the Saturnines uh forest people seem to do well. So I can appreciate that she's like, sure, go ahead. Hang out with Chamber. Um, the best the best moments in Excalibur for me personally was were the moments that did not involve Krakoa in that crossover. So them uh-huh. being in an enti- trapped in a mystical world where they can't interact with it or be intertwined in the normal mutant stuff is gonna be so much better. Yeah. Build that world out. Just keep them there. Everyone will be like, "Where I haven't seen Gambit for whatever." Who cares? That's amazing. Keep them all separate. Do your old, own like weird Age of Apocalypse story in your own contained world. I'm Gambit excited. was the only three of those characters that would work in a Dungeons and Dragons capacity, and so that's the yeah. why he stuck around. The that's other two as sense. a pickpocket. Hey, yeah, hey, no, pocket. I completely, I, I completely, yeah, he's a thief, like you see from like uh, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I completely agree. Like, I think the more they spend in other worlds, I think the better the book will be. Specifically because I think Teeny even said this in her, like a sub stack that she put out was like, you know, in the, in the regular world, um, you know, mutants are ascendant, even though they've got to deal with like threats like Orcus and Phylong and all that, you know, in space, uh, they're ascendant because they have uh, Arako, but like, you know, clearly they're gonna have to deal with like interstellar, like, you know, stuff, the interstellar like politics, but in other world, like the witch breed are completely like a hated, feared, hunted down like like species by Merlin and his forces and like you know how he's aligned like the, some of the, the realms of other world against them like Seveleth and so on and so forth and you've got the Furies acting like Sentinels which I think I'm I'm like oh fuck that's really cool mm-hmm. and then on top of it uh Teeny should never write a scene in the UK ever again uh it's very <laughs> clear it's very clear to me like I like some of her writing um you know some of it doesn't work for me and sometimes her team dynamic doesn't isn't the best but she does not understand how to write the UK at all. Like it is, it is completely, it's, and it's true. It's just like, 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 look for, you know, Clark, you live in the, you've, you've lived in Ireland and in the UK for a while. Like I've spent, you know, a little bit of time in the UK and it's like, it's like, it's clear. Like, I don't, I don't know if she's ever like stepped foot there. Maybe she has, maybe she hasn't, but it's clear. It's like, it's like somebody who watched Mary Poppins once as a kid, yeah. you know, trying to like, like understand like the whole idea of like British politics. And it's, it's really jarring. And the less she's Kayla, doing I have some about that, the better. news though, because she's what? the new writer of Doctor Who now too. So that's going to fucking kill her. And, J- and James Bond and the crown. <laughs> We're all fucked. <laughs> so they, um, this week, Doctor, uh, who? Bloodstone, Doctor Strange, <laughs> Death, Doctor Strange, Bloodstone, <laughs> uh, Bloodstone came out, anyways, and um, it basically fixed everything Teeny Howard did wrong with the Bloodstone family that she did in that one two issue span with Cullen Bloodstone being just kind of like a weird guy yeah. and trying to like oh. cause him to die in some weird mutant hunt for for those baby um, warwolves. Oh God! Like, why did you make was, me remember took, that? Yeah, it took one issue, and the, whoever the writer was, um, it's somewhere. Just basically said, "Fuck you. Let's fix this character now. You're a jackass." Oh yes, Lear. Let's see. Doctor Strange, the Doctor Doctor Strange Bloodstone, written by. Oh, you know what? I'm joking about and saying that they fucked it up. It's actually Tony Howard writing it. So that bitch fixed what she broke. 
Good job, okay. her. Nice well, humble see. guy. That's good. That was best. That was the gag of the season. Maybe this just really proves a writer needs to job. write a series for a long time. And that is the, the problem. Is that before. yeah? Actually, it's very true. We hated, as opposed to everyone else. You know, like the the weird like arc. Our arc went up as it went long. Everyone else's who we read it, <laughs> yeah, blah blah, it just went like smashed down into garbage. <laughs> And you know what, Teeny Howard, I give credit to you as I did the last fucking five, six months. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. what else there we got, Clara? Happy ending. Um, I don't care. I don't have any other news. That's all that matters. <laughs> did you know that Zeb Wells and John Romita Jr. are launching a new Spider-Man? I love Zeb Wells because of Hellions, as we all did. And Spider-Man is good. <laughs> and, JR- and John Romita Jr. is great. But- yeah. I got to meet him in person when I was a kid. That was fun. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I think I still have a signed piece of uh, Spider-Man artwork from him. So I'm glad that he is back. So, oh, so, in the, so in the preview that they just released, it looks like, once again, Peter is going through some sort of big tragedy. And it just has one, uh, one page. And it looks like he's just kind of weirdly standing in a crater and just going, no! Like, like every other like comic but what do you guys think potentially because spider-man's basically gone through everything what could be some tragic thing that he's done that would give him a new status quo i mean my thing is that it doesn't matter it's gonna be the same thing we're gonna he's gonna think it's a status quo change but it's gonna feel like the same old shit um that it has to involve a crater don't forget that it's gotta be a crater what the fuck is it? Yeah, it's so confusing. Uh, maybe Mary Jane dies again. <laughs> the only way, only Good way point. anything could actually mean ideas. anything. It's literally Mary yeah. Jane or um, fucking oh god, Aunt May. Those are the only only things that will matter story wise, but then won't matter in the long run because they'll come back from the dead. It's like okay, whatever. I mean, fine. All right, he doesn't fine. stop a comet from hitting uh, Brooklyn, and all those people die. Can you believe it? Yeah, and then none of none of that will matter eight months from now. That kind of thing. Yeah, I, I don't oh, know. No. It's tough. He's done everything. He's body switched. He's died. Everyone that he's loved has died and then undied. He's forgotten everything. Everyone's forgotten him. Well, we're going to start with seeing a lot of Dr. Octopus, Doc Ock, and then we're going to see Master Planner, who's my favorite character, because I do love someone who plans everything out in advance. And then finally, the third of the main villains are going to deal with is Tombstone, who I don't care about at all. I like Tombstone. I like Tombstone. He's a good, like, generic villain. Like, he's just kind of there. So his three main characters, villains, are going to be someone we've seen a million times, who the fuck knows, and some guy who's always just there. Oh, so that, I will, that, I finally remembered the name of the Spider-Man villain they introduced. I think it was him. It was the, like, was it Kindred? Somebody, they, they, Every yes, time yeah, you yeah, yeah. a brand new start or a no. brand new super deep wave of what's going to happen to Spider-Man, it just never seemingly seems that interesting. <laughs> it, it was the whole thing about, it, it, well, let's not talk about it. It's too much work. It's way too much work. Whatever, whatever the last one had, like he, he, Kindred was this character who was from the dead and turned out to be a different version of, of the Green Goblin's son and blah, 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 and blah, blah, bang, bang, blah, blah, blah. And it just never ended. Anyways. Yeah. Notice. So what else is happening? So did well, you know? Uh, oh God, what? I was gonna say no. You were gonna say, did you know? I'll 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 let you finish your statement. 
I was going to guess, and I didn't know if you knew, but did you know Alyssa Wong is joining Marvel's X-Men comic book line? And she's the last of those people that we didn't know with like the, the, the blushes over her the, face. Oh, the blurs. Yeah. 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 That's exciting. Yeah. That is exciting. Uh, she's written uh, a bunch of Star Wars comics, and I haven't read some Star Wars stuff in a while. So I know, Ryan, mm-hmm. you're like our Star Wars yeah. aficionados. So she's really good. A little bit about, yeah. Um, I, I, it was just I wasn't thinking this is going to be a eventual Marvel <laughs> writer, so so I wasn't analyzing it from that point of view. But I'm excited for her. She's got her a very specific point of view and some much added diversity to the these books. So I'm I'm excited. I we don't although know which I, one yet though, right? Do we have no? We don't yet? know anything about it. Although I'm mildly concerned that the one she wanted to win the most was armor, right? It's just some sort of man, whatever character. But anyway, just same good for her. Um, I I do know, not that I don't know, I've never read them, but the Doctor Africa uh, character that she's been writing for ages, Alpha, like yeah, so who good. is kind of like the gray villain, but not villain good, but bad piece of shit, but awesome kind of character. Who I hope we get another thing based on that. It feels like I want to get something a little Hellionsy, something something darker. Yeah, um, one we thing definitely I was looking at, we need that. I was looking through last this week, you know, Marvel Unlimited has their infinity line of just, you know, like the constant scrolling comics that you look through. They had yeah. a, um, they had a 2022, like in, in advance kind of thing. What's going to happen. There's definitely one. There's going to be a, a um, mystique one. There's going to be an Iceman one. And then everything else seems normal. And there's going to be a beast force one and beast force. Do you know who they are? Did I even get those right? It's just a bunch of five nonsense characters that are like part animal, part machine that are part of Weapon X that just it's a yeah. fucking cartoon nonsense. And I'm very excited for that. <laughs> they they were made for toys. And yes. then I think they got one comic and then they never ended up making the yeah. toys. They had a bunch yeah. of series. Yeah, yeah. I am very excited for the return of the <laughs> Which can you imagine that's your existence? That'd be sad. <laughs> did you imagine if you were created by somebody and then no one wanted to create you any further and so you, but you were also languished on the couch for two years two, two decades but it's like no you're half animal half robot now i actually want to write that comic is like what happened I, they're good characters they showed up one time in there was like the series during during a venom when there was like different weapon x one shot specials and they were in one of them because I think they're like, you know, how Weapon X is Wolverine. They're like Weapon 5 or 6 or something. Oh, geez. No. Yeah, yeah, so maybe she's writing that series. That would be fun. Fine with it. <laughs> no, I do like the idea of like like uh, a Hellions type, you know, like sort of the bet noirs of Krakoa. Uh, like we need, we, need, we need more baddies and more like gray characters. Brotherhood. Uh, you hit it on the head, Caitlin. I want to see a Brotherhood <laughs> series. Yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun because, uh, like, like X Force is going to continue with uh, what's his face Benjamin Percy, and uh, like they showed previews for that, and it looks it looks boring. I'm sorry, I'm just kind of <laughs> done. Even with even with Forge, a character I love, and Kid Omega, and you know Beast and Sage, like I'm just like, eh. like I just I'm feel lucky. like the, all the goodwill that like has been built up like has just kind of gone away over the last several issues you were saying clark did you know that in the new wolverine series it's going to be wolverine and deadpool heavy but also danger is going to be heavily involved now yeah i love, I love that's her. cool she's fun that's no that's cool and like um ironically i actually like benjamin percy's wolverine solo title a lot like i think it's actually worked out pretty well and yeah. i wasn't looking forward to it when i was coming out and x-force 
was I thought was going to be my favorite like of the Dawn of X books, and it's like one of my least favorites now. Did you remember um, that when I said that Marauders was going to be my favorite one? I did, when and it was for first a while. Started out and based on, but based on the ones that first started out, it was the best one. It was. You're Aww. right. You're totally right. Because Sword uh, and Hellions didn't exist back then. Well, a um, in Destiny of X, a book that's continuing that I am looking forward to is New Mutants. One, I do like Vita Al is writing a lot, um, and I think they generally do a good job. But the previews show a uh, battle between Magic and Madeline Pryor, aka Goblin Queen, uh, and it's probably going to be a battle over who controls Limbo. Uh, and Inferno being one of my favorite, like the original Inferno being one of my favorite like X crossovers, uh, like I'm I'm super super excited about that. This yeah. is perfect too because they they seem evenly matched too to like mm-hmm. really fuck each other up. Um, I, I'm really excited for the and this I, I don't know why there hasn't been like limbo wars before, especially with her involved. Like it's <laughs> it's I don't know. It's it's so uh I mean I'm super excited for this. And then the cast of the new mutants also looks pretty fun. Oh yeah, she definitely needs to be a part of it. Although she's gonna be in that next She's busy shirt. with yeah, but it's, she seems very important too important to not be in there. Yep. All right. Uh, any other... Amanda is Amanda Sefton dead? Where's Amanda Sefton currently? No one cares about her. Listen Bring here, she back. was Bring... the other magic. She was the one who was in charge before. Yeah, and she was Nightcrawler's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. she literally slash just sister wow. slash slash sister like adopted give me, sister. Give me a give me a new mutants and whatever way of X is becoming. What's it called? Legion of X. Give me the cross. Legion of X. That'll work. There you for go. All of that. Thank you. There you go. Uh, any other news, or should we move on to our favorite segment? I closed my computer, so I have no idea. Well, it was good talking <laughs> with you, Clark. Uh, I'm on my uh, <laughs> And as we like to wrap up most of our podcasts with, it's our favorite time called Plug Me Daddy. And this is a chance where we get a chance to quickly highlight something that we've read, seen, heard, experienced, and wanted to share to you sexy sluts. Um, so, uh, starting with, if, um, maybe Kaylin, let's start with you. So I treated him. Oh, thank you, honey. Uh, I got myself a post Christmas, uh, gift. It is look at the size of this thing. It is the artist edition of Jim Lee's X-Men. It is all black and white. It has like this gorgeous, gorgeous, like, like full size art. And it has, it's on like the same artist paper that artists use and so it is it is like like it's it's like i'm looking at like a like literally a work of art as i'm i'm uh as i'm like turning the pages it is so fucking cool and it's got uh the cover is uh uncanny x-men number 268 uh which was uh it was when we found out that uh wolverine was actually rather old and there was a team up with him and captain america to save a very young natasha romanoff aka black widow uh mm-hmm. during world war ii uh it's so iconic. Yeah. Iconic. So that's in there. Um, the uh, the last of the Claremont uh, of like the original run of like X Men one through three are in there. It's like Gambit's second appearance is in there. Uh, it's it's just it's just a fucking gorgeous book. If you're a fan of '90s X Men at all, um, it's definitely something you should buy. It's not cheap, but it's a beautiful gift, and it comes in a beautiful package, and it's like a great coffee table book. It looks gorgeous, even through the Zoom that we're on. Yeah, definitely do so, yeah. a little uh, show and tell on our Insta so everybody could see the uh, amazing cloud. It looks, it looks great. Yeah. Adam, yeah, what, we'll do what, what do you want to plug? 
I haven't seen it yet, but as a mega fan who burnt out the VHS tape with my sister, the new Scream is coming out this weekend, and uh. I couldn't be more excited. The general previews and reviews seem very, very strong and positive. Uh-huh. I just started a rewatch uh, with uh, Andrew, my boyfriend, yesterday. Scream 1 always holds up. Scream 2, I don't get why people like it. It's still good. It's like a good slasher movie, but it's not fucking good when it, it compared to the other Scream movies. Um, I, we're going to do 3 and 4 maybe tonight uh, and then watch 5. But yeah, like I don't know if you've been living under a fucking rock or maybe you like forgot about Scream. The fifth one is out this weekend. I can't wait to see it. We've been exposed to COVID, so can't go see it until Sunday or Monday. <laughs> but we're really working down those days. But I'm not together. We're all none of us are together right now. We're literally on the phone with each other at the moment. I know. Mm -hmm. My next, my plug me daddy will be stream five again next week, me raving about the movie. (laughs) So I when I was in ninth grade, I watched it and loved it, but also it got me prepared to kill. Is that normal? (laughs) Like no, that makes sense. I'm not not even joking. I literally had a butcher knife. And like a fucking long ass steak knife under my between the two the mattress and the box spring for a year and a half, two years, just ready for someone to come in and try to kill me because they're going to. Which die. role were you in in this scenario? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's a character in screen that's already prepared to murder before anyone's trying to murder them. But uh, that would have been me. They're not even ready when they know they're being murdered. And like yeah. the amount of, even in the second one, the amount that they like, what is it? Dewey and uh, they have sex, like, for, or they start to like start hooking up. I'm like, you guys live through a literal yes. murder hit. Like, why would you take I'm, yes. I'm, 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 I'm Sydney in, in um, the third Scream movie, but in the first Scream movie. Is basically what <laughs> yeah, I was Yeah, that's doing. actually a great movie. Yeah. Is That's it, what I was. I was Clark, like, is, it, is your plug this week? Ready to kill. Is your plug this week knives? Is that what you're plugging this week? <laughs> I, no, no more you. knives on this podcast. I'm plugging, I'm, so, plugging Cutco knives. So one of the first times they ever had sex with a guy, he uh, was a Cutco knife selling guy. And I mean, we met, I was probably, it was on gay.com. I was probably 20 and he was, let's just say 30. He was, he was, he was very attractive. But anyways, and his 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 cars um i just brought this up for no reason <laughs> it, this um, is your it, plug it, yeah, he did plug li- you daddy <laughs> his license plate said knife guy oh oh now it's it was different for- times right no, that was his daddy and he plugged him i know we're changing the segment too now it's time for our favorite <laughs> segment plug me daddy where we talk about when we were 20 we hooked up with 30 and 40 year olds <laughs> He was hot, whatever. But anyways, um, yeah, we watched a movie. Um, that's what I'm plugging. Okay. Okay. Right. Watching movies is a really good suggestion, Clark. Great recommendation. I love that. Yeah. So check out movies, everyone. From Wait, Clark. Ryan, what's your plug? Um, I would just like to plug. Um, so this actually comes out uh today, which is Friday for our listeners. And uh, Mid Atlantic Leather Weekend is this weekend. Um, so stay safe and don't go out if you have COVID or showing any symptoms, but if anything Uh is more appropriate on Plug Me Daddy, it's probably, uh, Mid-Atlantic Leather Week. I'm actually, uh, planning if I don't get COVID to go to the horse meat disco party on Sunday night, so. Don't act like we know what that is. Why don't you tell the listener? 
Okay, well, Horse Meat Disco uh, is they're a DJ collective. They play a lot of fun disco, uh, and they they've done uh, parties. They're mostly based in New York, but they've done parties in DC for Mid Atlantic Leather. So I've gone a few years ago, and I am scheduled to go again if if it works out. So let me get this straight. They play disco. It's a party. Please tell me that they are horses. And they, and they serve meat. Serve meat on a plate. Horse no. meat. They serve horse meat. I want them, I want them to be... It's, it's real tough. It's just a I want them to be pieces of humanoid meat that serve horses. That sounds terrifying. And with that, we're closing the plugs out. Did you hear that? Wait, can you? Can you I, oh no, the plug. I heard the it. He's unplugging it. He's unplugging it. <laughs> Did you, can you hear I it? Hurt. You I got. Hear we got it. your can... fingers in your mouth. We get it. That was. That's not fingers, baby. <laughs> that's in his mouth. <laughs> Let's end this. End this. End, take this away, Ryan. End this for us. So that was uh, this week's. Uh, we only had one issue, but we clearly have a lot of issues. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Homo Superior X. And Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. Please rate and review us. We would love to see some more reviews. Please be kind. We love you so much. Our little, little homos. Um, we've been Homo Superior. Bye. Bye. Bye.